And we are live on another Tuesday night, getting closer to Christmas. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, all in on high school sports. How are you? Good. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm I'm really good. You know, I'm uh, got an exciting show tonight. Yep. Um, lots to go on. We got a couple Christmas decorations, decorations tonight. We got we got told by the boss to put some Christmas decorations <laughs> on tonight. So, uh, Bobby Blackjack ass and Bobby Blackjack. Uh, Speaking gets of it. the boss, yes. right? I-95 Sports Network is one of our media platforms, and they are looking for and can and will stream live high school sporting events this winter season. Uh, so, if you are interested in having your high school sports live streams, uh, that is something I-95 Sports is looking to do for schools. So. Absolutely. We're being broadcast live right now on the I-95 Sports Network, Zingo mm -hmm. TV, um, YouTube, Twitter, and of course, Facebook. So uh, what we got going on tonight? So tonight we will be joined by two very special guests. We have Coach Nick Campanelli of the DePaul High School football team joining us. And then Anthony Caratora from Kearney High School Wrestling will be joining us as well. Um, before we get into this evening's guests, really quick little recap of our Toys for Tots donations. Yes. Um, again, one big thank you to all who donated. We delivered, um, you know, the car was packed to the gills, the back seat, the trunk. We were wondering if we we're going to have to take two cars. So we did manage to fit it into one, but um, very nice to be able to do this time of year. So thanks again to all of our donors and next year looking to do it bigger and better. So absolutely. Thank you start. again to yeah. everybody. And um, again, it was a great thing and I uh, hope the kids like the stuff, yeah. you know, got some nice stuff. So, uh, Hopefully they like it. All right, we have our first guest. Should I let Coach Campanelli? In? Absolutely. All right, let me. Get Nobody it. wants to hear us talk all night, you know. <laughs> Let's get to the uh, the real meat of the show. All right, and Coach Campanelli is coming on in now. Hi, Coach. Hi, how you doing? Good. Can you hear us okay? Yes, I can. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Please allow me to introduce you to uh, to our uh, our audience. We are joined tonight by um, Coach Nick Campanelli of the DePaul Catholic High School. He will be the 2021 new head coach of the program. They compete in the North Jersey Super Football Conference United White Division. Um, coach Campanelli has been coaching at DePaul since 2016 as an offensive coordinator and was a member of the 2017 state champion coaching staff and he will be taking over the helm of a program that is steeped in tradition with 28 playoff appearances 15 appearances in finals and seven sectional titles so coach once again welcome to the show thanks for coming thank you thank you yeah thank much. you coach we appreciate you coming i'll start off with uh first question what's the advantage you know a lot of times when you become a head coach you're pretty much moving on to another new school. So a lot to get used to and stuff like that. What's the advantage you're going to have of being at DePaul? You were the offensive coordinator. Now it's your program. What advantage is it for you of just walking right in now and saying, now you're in the head coach's role. You know the kids, you know the school. What's the advantages of that? Well, that, that's a good question. I think you're right. I think you hit the nail on the head there. You know, Number one, I know the kids very well, um, and I've gotten to know them over the course of the last couple of years. So I know their strengths, I know their weaknesses. Um, also, you know, the, the other added advantage is that there's a lot of continuity within the staff. You know, we've pretty much kept the entire staff uh, that Coach McKenna put together. Um, so, you know, we just kind of shuffled around some pieces, but for the most part, it's going to be the same staff. And, and I think that's important in this league, you know, <clears throat> having the same defensive coordinator, having the same offensive coordinator run the same system, you know, I, I think is a very big advantage, in, in, you know, as opposed to teaching a brand new mm -hmm. system on both sides of the ball. Nice. Mm -hmm. Coach, I was wondering if you could give us a little recap of the 2020 season. I know that you finished 3-3, three and three, but it's really not indicative of the type of team that you are given the strength of a competition that you guys play week in and week out. So could you tell us a little bit about your 2020 campaign? Yes, absolutely. It, you know, it was a really interesting year, you know, with the, the COVID situation that we were all in. It, it was tough. You know, we had to stop and start and, and it was tough, you know. We had, we had to get a game with uh, Ocean City last minute. We we found out on Wednesday night at, at 11 p.m. that we we're going to be playing on Friday night. So it, you know that was very interesting. To, to say. Um, but yeah, you know it, it was a, a great year. You know we had a great senior class. I'm I'm really going to miss those guys. Um, but yeah, you said it. We we went three and three, um, and you know finishing 500 is not where we want it to be. Uh, but those three losses were to the top three teams in the state. So. 
um, you know, I, we'll take it. You know, we're not happy with where, where we finished, but uh, we're proud of, of the season we had and, and the effort these guys put forth in a really challenging time. Uh, I'll piggyback off that question a little. You know, a lot of people, um, they speak of the big five, you know, Bergen, Joes, Peters, Bosco, PC. You guys are in a group four school like them. You're in a group three, but right. you guys are in that class. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess two-part question. One is, yeah. do you want to be part of, you know, when I'm saying you'd be part of, like the term of the big five, make that a big six. And you want to be mm -hmm. in that category with those guys. And I guess the second part is, um, what do you want? And again, you guys, like like Jen was saying, rich in tradition at DePaul, but where do you even want to, I don't want to say, where do you want to go? Because it's, you guys have a great program already, but like how high do you guys even want to go with your, with the program yeah. that you're going to be? Absolutely. A good question. You know, to answer the first part, you know, we, <laughs> we refer to it as the big six here right. at DePaul. So, um, so yes, we want to be considered with them. Um, you know, there are a lot of great programs and it's an honor just to compete with them every year. Um, but since I've been at DePaul in the four years I was, or five years now that I've been here, we've beaten every one of them. So, awesome. um, you know, so I, you know, I consider us to be on that level, you know, and what coach McKenna built here is just incredible, you know, from where it was when he took over to where this program is now, I mean, it's second to none. You know, <clears throat> they were, you know, playing group one and two public schools when he took over. And now we're playing the best schedule in, in the state year in and year out. So, yeah, I'm really happy with where we're at. Um, but to answer your question, yes, we, we not only want to compete with them, we want to get to the level where we're top top team in the state. You know, and I know that's uh, that's big talk. But um, I think we're prepared to, to, to do just that. We have a great group of kids right now. And we got a great group of coaches and, and Coach McKenna has left an unbelievable program in our hands. So we do want to, you know, we want to take it to that next level for sure. Uh, Coach, one more question before Jen, I just want to interrupt. We go off script a lot here, <laughs> but um, that has to help though. Playing a schedule like you're saying, you're playing, you know, you lost three of the best teams in the state. When it does come back to a normal schedule and now you're playing in your group three playoffs, of course, there's good games. There's good teams in there too, but that has to help when you have a schedule like that and you're yeah. playing in your regular season as, you know, those guys. And now you're in a playoff. That's just got to help when you get to the playoffs and get to your ultimate goal of a state championship also though, correct? For sure. Yeah. I mean, you're, you go through a schedule in this league. I mean, you're as battle tested as as you can possibly be. You know, we, we equate it to to the SEC or the Big Ten in college football. You know, when the when the playoffs come around, you're you're ready. You're ready to go. So, Coach, let's say you have a prospective student athlete that's interested in attending uh, DePaul, right? What are yep. you going to tell that player about the DePaul football tradition that we've been speaking of? What would you like tell them about that? That's that's funny. You should ask. I just had a perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we you know we, we sell. You know, it doesn't take a, a whole lot to sell this place. It's a great school. It's a great community. And I think you know, whenever somebody comes up here, they can see that right away. Um, what, what we try to sell them on it is is the culture that we we've created here. You know, it's it's really a family atmosphere. We're we're a smaller school in comparison to the rest of the teams that we play. So I think when people come up here, I think they get that that sense right away. You know, it's, it's a real family atmosphere. And that, that's what we're trying to create with the football program as well. You know, I think uh, our guys would attest to that. They really love each other and they play hard for one another. Um, and I think that's when you're building a program, I, I think that's the most important thing is, is that culture. And, and <clears throat> uh, Coach, I want to get off the subject of DePaul just for one second real quick because, I mean, you're part of, you know, a great football family in New Jersey. I mean, there's been people saying it's the first football family mm -hmm. of New Jersey. And honestly, it, it's it's the truth. I mean, all you guys from your dad, your brothers and stuff like that, of what they've done, you got brothers coaching in college, other ones coaching at, you know, Bergen Catholic and stuff like that. So um, a couple of questions. First is, um, do you guys lean on each other? I mean, hey, you, you guys are opponents, you know? Like, you might be playing them, you, you know? and but yeah. But still, like... Do you guys lean, I guess, three-part question. One is, do you lean on each other for anything? Or is it more like, hey, it's business. We, you know, <laughs> got to keep it like that. Or, I mean, your family, you know? Yeah, so yeah. how does that work a little yeah, bit? Yeah, no, we, we absolutely do. I know, you know, I'm the youngest, so I, I lean on all three of them quite a bit. <laughs> you know, I, you know, if you have a tough week or you have a, a tough loss, you know, who better to call than, right. than your three other brothers, you know? 
Um, you know, but but having said that, I think we're we're very open with one another. And and you know, if somebody comes up with a good idea or or sees a good idea somewhere, we're I swear to God, coach, that's on my list. I was gonna say, like, if you see, if they like, hey, yeah. you know, look at this set or look at this or you know, like, no yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's just we have, it's a we have special a group situation. <laughs> we have a group chat with the the four of us, and and most of it is just sending plays off Twitter or you yeah. know off, off the NFL network. You know, just. What are you guys doing plays. that game week? If you're playing, like you be doing that if you're playing Bergen next year, you're gonna be sending plays. No. You're gonna hold that one off to Sunday, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That gets held off to Sunday. And then what about the bond? Like, would you say the bond of your family again? Like from you know from the historic coach your dad was at PC, uh, all the way down to like you're saying you're the youngest, like that special bond you guys all have of the love of football, the love of coaching. Yeah, it is. It is very special. You know, we're very close and we also have a sister that that's right in the middle. She's, <laughs> and she, we always say she's the toughest one, but all, all five of us are, are very tight. You know, we spend as much time as we can together. It's been tough with COVID. I haven't yeah. really seen my family nearly enough. Uh, in fact, I haven't seen Anthony in, in over a year. So that's been tough, but yeah. uh, through it all, we, we, we are very, very tight. And I, I thank God for that. Awesome. Nice. Um, Coach, let's look ahead to 2021. What are your expectations and maybe who are some of your returning players that you can expect to be key contributors or have leadership roles for you? Yeah, so we, we've got uh, quite a few returning starters, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Um, we have a defensive end by the name of Quire Price that's probably as good a player as, as you're going to see in New Jersey. He's uh, got 10 to 15 offers somewhere in that range. Wow. and. Uh, He's an incredible player and just a great kid, and and I expect a, a lot from him. Uh, also, a, as a leader too, not just on the field. Uh, we also have Corey Lyde is returning. He's a two-way starter, plays receiver and corner. He's another multi-offer guy that that uh, really had a, a tremendous year this year. So defensively, I, I expect to be a really good. We we actually have nine guys returning who have started since they were sophomores. Wow, that's great. We have nine three-year starters on the defensive side. So um, I, I expect to be to be very good on the defensive side. And then on offense, you know, we, we have some some great talent returning. I, I mentioned a Corey. We have a, a really strong receiving core coming back, um, and we have some really good uh, underclass. We had a great freshman class this year uh, and some really good sophomores that we're excited about. Very nice. Awesome. Should we move on to a little Yeah, let's give them a little fun. Right? Yeah, we've hit some, like, some good <laughs> questions. You know, we'll get to leave it up a little bit. This segment we call Rapid Fire. They're okay. uh, meant to be a little more fun and uh, quick succession. Well, some so, are fun. Yeah, There's some serious. Sometimes we, uh, we catch people off guard, though. <laughs> like, I don't know if this first question is fun. But, um, all right. Next year, DePaul versus Bergen Catholic. Who are your parents rooting for? <laughs> they won't even come to the game. <laughs> they don't even show up anymore. <laughs> But I have a feeling my mother will be rooting for us. There you go. There you go. Is that because you're I'm the baby? Favorite. Yeah, is that because you're the baby? Or what, what's that? Why? That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm her favorite. I'm there you go. There you go. Starting some trouble on our show. That's it. <laughs> Amongst no. the siblings. All right. Are you on Santa's naughty list or nice list this year? And what do you want from him? Oh, that depends who you ask. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I would say I'm on the nice list, hopefully, but, uh, you know, it depends. Yeah. Uh, what would I want? I would want um, I would want the, the group I have returning to, to be my guys in the next year. I, you know, I'm, I couldn't ask for more than that. I, I'm in a great situation. I'm really excited about th this job and this opportunity. And I really I wouldn't ask for anything else. Exactly what I've been given. By the way, you got a comment from a Brian Murray saying naughty. <laughs> Ah, yeah, of course. I wouldn't right. expect anything more. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Yep. The best coaching win you were ever part of. Oof, that is that is a good one. Um, in 2017, we won the states. We won the state championship versus St. Joe's uh, in an unbelievable game. Uh, we only scored seven points, and being the offensive coordinator, that was a little tough to swallow. But um, that that was probably my favorite group of kids that I've ever coached. Uh, and to win with them the way we won was was really special. Uh, another comment from one of my friends here, Artie and Ramadani, big Garfield guy, grew up, coached him mm -hmm. in junior football. He said, right. what's up? The camps are all great people. So, <laughs> Artie's a good man. He was, I'll tell you, what an athlete he was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he sick. Was. I remember him as a wrestler back yeah. there in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we have wrestling on the Yeah, we have wrestling on next. So, Artie and stay on. <laughs> All right, I always have to follow up the best win with the toughest loss. What's one that still stings? 
Oof, the, the Del Barton loss this year uh, is as hard of a pill to swallow as I've ever had. Um, you know, there's a couple calls in that game that I wish I had back. And, you know, as a play caller, you know, that's the, the life you, you live. But uh, it was, you know, that one really was hard to get over. I don't know that I ever will. All right, fill in the blank. You're the first coach that's going to have this new segment, yeah. fill in the blank. This <laughs> is an easy one. Blank <laughs> wins championships. Defense. There you Ooh, says, go. From an offensive guy. <laughs> Coach, I was offensive coordinator at St. Mary's. And I hate, I'm telling you, I was like, I was always like, I'm never going to say it. But now, having a coach, yeah. it's like reality. Defense wins championships. It's true, right? I, uh, I only put special teams, but. We got one front. We got a comment from Coach Bear. looks like saying the Becton lost to Sea Caucus in 2009. Oh, that was a brutal one. Me, me and Coach Bear coached that. We started out at, at Becton together. He's a really good friend of mine. We lost to Sea Caucus in an unbelievable game in 2009. That one, I still think about that all the time. <laughs> all right, Coach, do you have any game day superstitions or rituals that you adhere to? <laughs> I don't know if I, <laughs> I, don't know if I can share this. This is, this is kind of a Campanelli uh, trait. We all throw up before the game. Get I, I, get, I get very nervous, and I, I usually have to relieve myself before the game. <laughs> No, it's kind of a, a superstition, I guess. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. Oh, and our last one, we added a little bonus here. This is one we like to do. Uh, we should keep a running tally, actually, of all yeah. of our guests. Your preference, Under Armour, Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas? Well, we're an Under Armour school, so I don't think I can say <laughs> otherwise. <laughs> no, we, we have a great rep. We I, I love Under Armour. We've been with them for a while. But I think they're all great. Adidas certainly is, is on the rise, too, these days. Very nice. We got another comment from Daniel Farina saying back at the end zone. I guess that's where he's asking you do your, uh, your little superstition. Uh, that's, that's happened before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's too funny. So, so, Coach, like, again, like, you must just be pumped up for um, – like, we'll ask you because we didn't, we didn't ask. We always ask all the other, other coaches. Is it just, like, a little weird now because, again, like, season's over. It would be, like – regular normal hey we're getting lifted no doing all this but it's a little yeah. a little weird now with all this stuff yeah it, it really is um the hardest part is most of our kids are virtual so i don't get to see them every day you know so it, you know it's hard to keep tabs on them and make sure they're doing the right things in school but we have a great staff we've already had three or four staff meetings and uh <clears throat> we're, we're trying to stay on them as best we can with, with zoom meetings and, and those types of things just to make sure they're their grades are on par and uh, everything's being communicated in terms of the off season workouts. Okay. Coach, thank you so much for coming on this evening. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Absolutely. We want to definitely do something with you when the season yep, starts, absolutely. of course, have you on maybe some players, maybe do a game from the Paul or do something like that. And uh, it Great. would be awesome. Absolutely. I, thank you. I really appreciate it. No. Awesome. And uh, again, enjoy. Hey, Merry Christmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah. same to you. And um, good luck. Good, good luck. luck. Yep. Your thank new you. thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Coach. Have you a good got night. It. Have a great night. Thanks right. again. I want to thank Coach Campanelli for yeah, coming absolutely. on. Absolutely, very nice. Um, awesome, Coach Bear game. from Ramsey. We want to get, get Coach Bear yeah, from Ramsey absolutely. to come on. He had a great, great. unbelievable season this year, first year at Ramsey. Yep. Um, so you know when we talk about the, and I, I love his comment. We were talking about the Big Five when he said, "No, we're the Big Six around yeah, here." Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's true. You know, like they're part. And we we mentioned it with the Del Barton guys. And again, it's, they're more of they're not quote unquote this North area, Jersey like, this yeah, area, but you know. Hey, they are, you know. And he said they, they'd beaten them all. They did. They yeah. did. And you know what? That's, that's an, like, you're playing in that schedule. And he, it, it's true. You know, we talk on, like, on our regular K&K show, we always talk about how the SEC, that division, and it's just, it's it's in another level. You right. know, like, you're right. playing top teams in the state, and it's where, you know, people can go and say, well, if that team has two losses, how could, but. Right, the competition. The competition. So a 1-2, maybe even a 3-loss team in that conference is still better than a lot of other right. teams in Which, the state. And so. you made the point that that definitely benefits them come state tournament play when they play. Oh, absolutely. Their, yeah. And, you know, like you're going to play the, you know, the better competition is just going to pay later on. Um, talking before we get our next guest in, um, there's been a little, there was a little breaking news about a playoff, about some kind of a plan coming up and stuff like that right. about – Playing to a true state champ. champion. Again, parochials pretty much do already. 
it's more of the public schools and right. stuff like that. What mm-hmm. are you, real quick, what, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, you know, you, you've been a coach, you've done like the sectional championship and then a state semifinal, a state final. Right, well, as, as a player, former high school player and a former high school coach, you know, when I think of the sports that I coached, field hockey, basketball, and lacrosse, coached and played, you know, to be a state champion, you had to go to the group finals, right. you know? So, um, you know, again, I don't want to take anything away from football teams who have won a sectional title and are considered state champions, but it is the only sport that you don't play to that group. You know, you have, so four champions in each of your two Norths and then your, you know, right. your central and your south. So um, if they could do it, I think it would be great. I think having a true state champion would be a good a good thing. I know that would be some scheduling. You yeah, know, of it's, course. It's a little yeah. different with the other sports because they can play more than once a week. But I know we're going to get into that in a little bit later. So we, we do have our next guest ready to go. Oh, awesome. Bring okay. them in. Let's bring so, them in. Yeah. Okay. We have uh, Coach Tony Caratora from um, Kearney High School Wrestling joining us this evening as our next guest. So we'll just make sure he's in and can hear us. Hi, Coach. Hi, how are you? Good. There he yeah. is. There he is. What's going on? Oh, this is great. Thanks for having me. Hey, I, I, nice to see you. I haven't seen you since March. I know, right? Well, but, I said right now we'd be getting ready for the tournament this weekend. Oh, hey, don't jump. There's, you're going to get asked about that in a second. But, oh, all right. You know, we're going to But thank you, Coach. Thank you for uh, for joining us tonight. I'd like to just um, introduce you to our audience coach. This is Coach Anthony Caratora Jr. This is his, will be his fourth season as the varsity wrestling coach at Kearney. He coached at the recreation level in Kearney six years prior to that. And last season, congrats, Coach. You saw your first playoff win in 25 years. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Awesome, Coach. I'll just start my first question for you. Your dad um, was the longtime wrestling coach, a legend in Kearney. Um, what does it mean for you to take over that program that, you know, he built, you know, and again, he was, um, you know, a legend there. So for you now to take, fill in that role for him, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, to be honest, this wasn't the plan, you know, so I, I, I love the little guys, you know, coaching the little guys. We had an awesome time, great group of coaches. We still do. Um, and it was supposed to be, we, we create this this atmosphere at the youth level, and then we shoot him up to my dad. And then the, the Gestapo's got him, you know? Then, then he's, he's taking control, you know? So uh didn't go the way, you know, we wanted to. Um, but, you know, stepping in, you know, like I said, we have a great group of coaches, great family. Um, you know, the parents are awesome. So stepping in with the high school, I mean, last year we graduated a few seniors, and we've been coaching them since they were, you know, sixth grade, you know? So it's uh, – you know, and it's and the culture's still building, and you know, hopefully, you know, we got a couple of new kids coming up from the wreck, and that's that's what you need—the feeder program to Absolutely. kind of build up. So it was it was definitely an easy easy role. Not having him there, we, we joke around. You know, uh, we got a bunch of other coaches. It takes all of us to create. You know, so uh, it, it, it's good. It's good to have them around. Good to you know, we still feel him around us, and uh, it's real. It's great. Awesome. I'm going to go off script for a moment here. Uh, usually, Kurt's the one going off script. Yeah, but... always. She never does this. Eh? This is All this right. is the first. But I, no, uh, I like it. The, <laughs> you know, I just, um, you know, just knowing that you are the youth, it must be so nice to see, um, like you were saying, like you've created that culture where, like, it's like a family, you know, and yeah. um, I don't want to jump ahead. I hope I'm not piggybacking off of something we're going to talk about later. But, you know, it must be, and especially now you're in a position because you're, like, your fourth year as the head coach that you are having kids that you coached at that youth level like you still have so you've seen them I just it must be really nice for you as a coach to see them come like full circle through the Carney program oh it's, it's excellent I mean that's the most that's the most rewarding thing you know to see these these kids grow up and you know like I said some of the guys that are in our rec program now were I don't know maybe second grade they were they were young and now they're you know entering high school going to be freshmen or you know they're sophomore now so it's cool and you come so close with the families which is you know actually what my dad always preached you know you, you got to be a family you got to get people to help you know you got you got to have uh you know too many some people think that too many hands involved it you know creates problems but you know our our culture and everybody's helping out it, it's just it, it's really a great thing we have going Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off script now because she went off script. I'm gonna go off script. Is it different for you though? I don't believe we didn't ask this question, but it, it must be like a little different coaching though. I mean, when you have like the younger kids, you're you're teaching them from zero how to wrestle. Now is it more like refining them and 
changing it, you know, or you still get kids that you're, you're basically teaching them from scratch, or like you're saying, most of those kids are from that feeder problem, you, from the feeder program, you know all those coaches you're working with. So yeah. is it a little easier like that you have the faith in those guys and now it's a little like just fixing them up a little bit? No, it's really, so, you know, in Kearney, we, we don't have, um, now our rec program, our kids are going all over the place and wrestling. But prior to this, we didn't really do a lot of wrestling. We Our motto was like homegrown. So we grow you know, that was our motto. But usually, you know, so rec, yeah, we, now we're, we're creating that culture where we're, you know, we have the, the kids from a young age and we're building them up to go to high school. That That's really what we're trying to do now. Um, but then in high school, we have kids that come out freshman, sophomore year, and that's what we, we take pride in. And we, we mold this kid into, you know, a, a, a district or something like that. You know, so that's what we really take our pride in. But now it, it's becoming, I don't want to say easier, but now, you know, having that rec program and getting now, now it's kind of, we're just kind of molding these kids to, to be champions, really. I mean, they're, they're coming up and we're producing. So, awesome. which is awesome. Um, Coach, can you give us a little recap of your last year season, 2019, 2020, and of course, including that, um, how exciting and emotional it must have been to have that first playoff victory in 25 years. Oh uh, yeah, it was, so it, it was, a it was actually, uh, not an easy season. I mean, we had, we had a, a great group of kids. Like I said, we have, we had probably, I think 10 seniors on the team, eight starters, um, you know, again, we all that we all knew each other that, you know, they grew up through the rec program. And, uh, you know, so we, we had them and, you know, with, with that comes some big personalities, too. So, you know, we got the, you know, usually they're all, you know, hanging out and friends and they separate. So we, we me and my assistant coach, we kind of did a lot of control, uh, quality control at last year, which which was uh, a little different. It was a little different. But, you know, like I said, that family atmosphere, nothing ever spiraled out of control and uh we kind of kept it together and we put together a you know pretty good season i mean um I, I, my mo my motto my dad was we wrestle anybody you know we'll go over to state to wrestle whoever and especially last year with the the quality wrestlers we had i mean we would we would wrestle anybody you know we'd still get we'd go out there get flown out but you know we, we want them to remember you know us you know that was our our speech prior you know listen these kids are good we know that they're they're better than us but let's make them remember us. You know, let's go out there and just wrestle tough. You know, and that was kind of our motto. Uh, and you know, you used the word tough. And I was going to say, it's a perfect uh, segue into the next question is, again, being in the school, hearing about the wrestling program and stuff like that, you hear like the Carney kids are quote unquote the tough kids, you know? So um, yeah. in a couple words, I guess, what does it take to, to be a Carney wrestler? You know, like what are, or if somebody says, what's a carny wrestler? What's a definition of a carny wrestler? How would you uh, answer that? Honestly, it's really just, um, just a scrappy kid. Just the kid that wants to go out there and compete. I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, we're, we're not always going to be the most technical um, kids out there, but we're, we're there to compete. And you know what? You give us the opportunity. We're going to throw you and put you to your back. That's just, you know, that, that's our mindset going into matches. And we have several kids on our team that really, came out of nowhere and we're doing um so that that's really our our mindset going in is just you give us that opportunity we try you know before before every match it's we don't make mistakes you know that's really it by the way coach you got to go back and watch the YouTube link of it because you got we got a good picture of you on there. Your name's on the screen, but oh, she cool. found a good picture. I'm gonna be honest, you look you're looking sharp in it. You know, a little Carney background back there. So and you're not gonna see it now because you're just watching the Zoom link. But you go okay. back and you see it. You're, you're gonna, I think you're gonna like it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Coach, this has been a unique school year, to say the least, right? There has been and will continue to be um, many changes and uncertainties given the pandemic situation. You guys, in particular, having a delayed start, um, a shortened season. Uh, can you tell us how things have affected, like, wrestling in particular um, and in general, really just the challenges of coaching during COVID? Really, it's uh, it's it's been – it's been um trying to think of a good word it's almost like i'm confused all the time with what we're doing because you hear one thing's going to happen so you start setting up like so before the season obviously a lot of coaches you have your schedule set up so my schedules we're, we're pretty much done you know by by state time last year 
you know, everything's pretty much set. You're kind of looking for a couple more matches later on. So that obviously got blown out of the water. Then we started calling and setting up other matches. And then obviously now it got switched again. So it's just uncertainty. I think it's a good word. The March, you know, when the season starts and it's still that in the this season. Um, so, I mean, to think that let, like the, to think that wrestling right now hasn't been going on since, you know, March to now and still not sure what's going to happen is, is crazy. It really is, yeah. you know. Now, you guys, are these are these dates still set I, uh, that you guys can start practicing March 1st with your matches beginning March 16th with like an April 24th ending? Is that still accurate? Yes, yes. Okay. Right now, that's what we were told. So, uh, again, you know what? Them pushing it back really did help a little bit because we would have been we would have been in the season now, and honestly, we probably wouldn't have made it through. <laughs> Do it, exactly. Yeah. So it was probably the best thing to, mm-hmm. to happen right now. Um, so um, now we're we're trying to set things up. You know, I say I'm usually like last minute guy, so like I, I weigh my options and I'm like, all right, let's do that. This year, I said I had everything planned for the summer. We usually go to Long Branch and wrestle in their their duels that they have there in the summer. We started going last year. This year, I was going to set up a a summer duels in Kearney, and you know everything. You know, and I was I was all ready. So you know, I think it, it of course this happens. You know, so um, I don't know. It's just it's. It's really uncertain. You know, you really don't know. Um, but the good thing is that we have this time to kind of set things up now. You know, so we have the holidays to kind of see what's going to happen. You know, hopefully every the cases go down and then, uh, you know, Start up. we'll get back in a, a school. We're looking for a spot that we could, you know, have our wrestlers practice in now. Um, our booster club does an excellent job raising money, so we have the funds. Um, so we just have to find the spot for the kids to kind of go and just roll around a little bit. You know, hopefully it's safe for them too, and then we'll go from there. Now, kind of, uh, you know, expanding on that a little bit, we actually have this on our agenda later, but I'll just get your thoughts on it. Um, You know, recently, I think it was yesterday, I read an article about um, Del Barton and Burton Burton Catholic, Catholic. I believe it was, having an outdoor uh, match, like in April. So, and then I actually didn't realize, reading the article again, that it mentioned like Mars Hills and Mars Knowles were doing something similar. Like, is that something you you foresee? Like, again, just because that indoor component for mm-hmm. the winter sports, I think, is just what puts them at such a disadvantage. So, if you can, you guys are a little bit later. You're the last uh, segment of the the, the winter sports, yep. right? So, yep. is that something that maybe like you see a lot of wrestling programs looking to do to maybe give the kids the opportunity to actually compete? Definitely. I actually, the Bayonne coach just texted me today and asked me if he, we would be okay wrestling oh, outside. Cool. And I said, that's awesome. I said, let's do it. You know, and then I actually uh, was texting Mr. Almeida, our athletic director, and, and see if we could get it too. That is you know, awesome. It, I, I mean, we have the great stadium in Kearney too. So I always wanted to do a, uh, a summer tournament and see if we could throw the mats outside, um, which is still in the works. We'll see. Hopefully. That, that'd be hopefully sad. That'd be great. That, I mean, you know what? It's all about like, and again, just, you know, I, I think I perused the article title and then I actually like fully read it and like again just about giving the kids the opportunity to play like whatever it takes kind right. of to give them that opportunity yeah so that'd be great good luck i hope that yeah. works out <laughs> I'll, I'll go to that one i'll tell you that yeah. <laughs> um can you give us a real quick 2021 preview like just a quick overview maybe some uh some players uh some you know some wrestlers to you know excited that can have back or any new kids or again kids coming back yeah, so like I said uh, before, we you know we graduated a lot of seniors. So now we have uh, this this year. Actually, we were we were really looking forward to because we lost all our seniors, and we have a bunch of guys you know that have been behind them for a couple years now. You know, so we have a bunch of guys that are that are hungry to get into the lineup, and they work hard, but they just couldn't beat the guys that we had there before. You know, so now we're um, you know refueling, so to speak. You know, so now they're coming in, um, and they're hungrier. Um, we got, like I said, our rec program. We're coming up. The first person as our team captain this year would be uh, Jacob Baeza. Um, you know, he's closing in. He, you know, had an injury last year, but he would have easily surpassed 100 wins. Um, you know, two-time state qualifier. You know, region champ. Uh, you know, region second place. Uh, you know, two-time district champ. You know, he's he's our leader. Um, and then you know we have Daniel Silvera who's coming back. Um, Adam Michaels, Israel Armaza. Dallas Sanchez, you know, we got all these guys that are coming back. We're obviously we're going to miss our twins up top. 
um, you know, our heavier guys. Those guys were, you know, the heart and soul of our team last year and the years prior. Um, so we'll miss them. Um, you know, we got Devin back, our heavyweight. Uh, you know, and then we fill up the, you know, we got little Baeza coming in. We got little Josh coming in from our rec program. So he'll be a freshman this year, which was, you know, which is also, you know, hopefully we have our season because, you know, I speak to Jacob and he's like, you know, it'd be pretty cool to wrestle with my brother. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And you don't think about stuff like that, you know, yeah. and that's, that's the stuff that, you know, I'm hoping that we get the season going, um, you know, and then we've got little Joey Rocco who was light last year. Hopefully he could fill in. Uh, he's. You know, another wit coming up. We got little little train wit coming up. Um, so I mean, we, we you know, you sound like you're ready little, to go, Coach. You sound like you're uh, ready I'm to go. So, I'm so antsy. I'm so antsy. <laughs> my 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 one year old, my one and a half year old son's taking a beat in every morning. So <laughs> I get yelled at. I get yelled at every day. That's I'm okay. Alone. He's little. You know. So. <laughs> That's funny. So, Coach, as you were just saying, it's, you know, it's December 15th. Normally your season would be, you know, you guys would be practicing, maybe even getting ready for your first match. Um, you know, but now it's delayed. But it will be here shortly, hopefully, like you yep. said. So let's pretend you have the chance to address your players right now regarding this upcoming season. What would you like to say to them? Uh, just, you know, <laughs> right now uh, my motto for this whole time is just, just do something. <laughs> just, you know, just, you know, go for a run. Uh, you know, Jacob's been great. He calls the guys up as, you know, gets them going for, you know, to meet somewhere. They go for a little run. They do a little workout, um, you know, just just to do something. And then after after the holidays, we'll we'll really uh, focus on getting some mat time. And like I said, hopefully you, you just don't know with with the cases and everything. You want everybody to be safe. Um, so that's really the, the hardest part. But everything's good. We're 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 rolling. We're we're ready to wrestle, you know, come after the holidays. We're we're full force and we'll be ready for March. Awesome. Nice. All right. Our next segment is called Rapid Fire. So these are a little quicker oh, questions, not necessarily like some fun yeah, some ones, fun. some yeah. serious. We like to think they're fun. Yeah. <laughs> Put you on the spot you can a little. be the judge of that. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to start it off. Best wrestler in Kearney High School history. Uh, Got to be Dave Cordova. Dave Cordova, he's, you know, the, the greatest. I mean, I, I told you all the time, I, I've seen him wrestling matches that, you know, outside tournaments that were phenomenal. He just, high school wrestling, he was he was the best. He, he should have been a four-time state champion by far. You know, I've seen him beat all the, I actually seen him beat, the kids that he lost to, I've seen him beat, you know, in other tournaments, other than, than one. I think I've seen him beat them in, in other tournaments too. So, I mean, he's by far, but, you know, going back to Jacob Baeza, he's, you know, he's probably, you know, has the credentials. If he makes tournament, he plays again. He'll be the only other than Dave to go to the States three times. Nice. Great. You know, so. All right, Coach, three words to describe your coaching style. Uh, I definitely, definitely like to have fun, um, respect, and, uh, and hard work. Nice. Okay. All right, so – if you were to have a big wrestling tournament this weekend and you needed to make sure and you made it to make, you needed to make sure you were all set up, print out your, um, the tournament sheets and stuff like that. Who would be the one person you would call to make sure it's all, you're all set up. Uh, Brian, Brian takes care of that. Not me. <laughs> oh, well, well you set up everything. I mean, oh, I, I was going to cut you off. <laughs> I to set, to set everything up, definitely. <laughs> to set everything up. I got to tell you a funny up. story, Coach. I got to tell you a funny story. We were actually down the shore one time, and my phone rang at 7 a.m., and she says to me, who the hell is that calling you at 7 a.m.? I said, it's Coach Caratore. I got to make sure he's okay on uh, on his tournament. So. Oh, that Wi-Fi, man. The Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's what I meant. The Wi-Fi. All right, that wasn't my question. That's why, right? yeah. You, that's you what I meant. Who would, to make sure you have your Wi-Fi set yeah, up. Oh, uh, yeah, that was you, 100%. All right, good. All right, I'll take 100%. that. 100%. Poorly worded. Poorly worded. That wasn't my question. <laughs> my question is, rank these three sandwich places in the Kearney area. All right. Stashes. Capaludis and the new one, Jersey Mike's. Or if there's a fourth one that I'm not thinking of. Oh man, I love Capaludis is my favorite. Now I'm gonna have to go get get a sandwich. So Capaludis one, who's two? Uh, I go Stashes and then Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely Capaludis. <laughs> Number one Italian. 
There you go. <laughs> we have hearing about these places. We still haven't uh, made it there. Um, all right, Coach, it's preseason day one. What's the first drill on your practice plan? Uh, we're probably – well, so are we going with the COVID rules? Because I, I want to – you know, no, we have COVID to check. Out. No, yeah. Take it out. Okay. All right. That's all I'm thinking about is what we're doing <laughs> in practice. we got to check the temperature. So um, – <laughs> Temperature yeah. checks and yeah. right and everything. By the by the way, Coach <laughs> Sylvia, Coach oh. Sylvia is saying, I yo, throw the half. Yeah. yeah. That was and, my dad saying. We got his t shirts that says throw the half. And Coach Chu is saying he loves oh, muscles. Chu. I just beat Chu in uh fantasy football playoffs. Oh, ah, congratulations. <laughs> I'm not I, congrats, I don't know how my week's gonna go. Christian McCaffrey, that's all I'm gonna say. Christian I traded I for him. I traded for him. I got one game out of him. Yep. That, that's yep. for another topic. Oh God. All right. First practice. I mean, we, we get in the gym, we stretch, we run. Um, you know, and then we run, we go into our uh, our stance and then uh, right into takedowns. Nice. All right. Who is the um I don't want to answer it like I don't want to say yours, but the who? What is the biggest Carney wrestling schools? Who is the biggest rival? Well, I mean, so in the past it was always North Bergen. We always had, you know, when we had the districts back in North Bergen, which is one of the reasons why you know we kind of didn't like moving the district because we had so many you know rivalries with everybody there. Peter's prep got a lot better, so that rivalry kind of you know fizzled out a little bit. It's still there. But they're, uh, you know, they're 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 top notch. So, us, you know, North Bergen, we're always rival, you know, back and forth. You know, we still do. Um, it's still a great match. Um, but actually, the last couple of years, we actually had a nice rivalry with, with Mendham, which was great. Um, just you know, same district. Um, you know, and you know, they came in as the powerhouse school, and then here we go, Carney. We come, you know, rolling in, and you know, almost almost beat them in the the districts to win the championship two years in a row. Uh, so, so that became a cool rivalry we had. Um, trying to think who else we would have. Um, you know, Belleville, the towns. You know, Bloomfield, Belleville. You know, all the towns around, around uh, Carney, Nutley. Nutley's a huge match for us. We, we, you know, that's been going great for us too. Um, it's you know, it, it. We we go after everybody. I, I like you know, we get we get fired up to wrestle everybody. <laughs> great answer. Nice. Um, coach Kurt tells me that you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. So my question. No, that's my father. My father's a Cowboys. Oh, I thought you were a, I thought okay. you were a, you're a giant fan. Giant fan. Yeah. Oh, we can't ask um, him right. that question. Well, let's ask him anyway. All right, yeah. ask him anyway. Well, I don't know why I thought opinion, he was a Cowboy fan. In your opinion. My dad was a Cowboy fan. That's the only thing me and my dad fought about. Was <laughs> the, Cowboy the Cowboy Giants and wrestling. That's the only thing <laughs> All right, what do you think? Do they pay Dak Prescott the big money? I hope so. I do. I do hope so. He's, you know, seems like a good kid. He's, you know, it's horrible what happened to him. You know, I really yeah, that's do true. It is a little uh, different when you ask now. Yeah. Injury and stuff. All right. I'll jump back. Through. I'll jump back in one more then. <laughs> I don't know why those Cowboy fans. My fault. But um, Giants win the NFC East this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. There it is. Definitely. The, this, the, the Cardinal game didn't bother you at all? Uh, a little bit. Okay. A little bit. But you're still but, confident. Yeah, They're still going to win that division. Yeah. I okay. knew there would be a, a little hiccup. That right. Seattle game was big. I think oh, was real big. For confidence and everything. So. All right. One more rapid fire for you, Coach. Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Um, I guess I have to go with Under Armour. <laughs> <laughs> no choice, right? By, uh... <laughs> The people over there are listening. Shirts will be coming. They'll be taking the shirts tomorrow. Yeah. But uh, no, coach. Thank you for coming on. It was late notice. Um, yeah. yeah. No, but it, we really loved having you. Yeah, absolutely. We want to definitely do something with you again with the kids. A, a bigger preview. Even do something oh, with a match great. later on. Get kids during the season and absolutely. stuff like that. Make it work out. Yeah. Get that out there. Tell uh, Almeida. Get that outdoor match. That would be great. We we yeah, set up from there. Broadcast from there, yeah, like a live pregame show <laughs> okay. outside on the field. That would be awesome. That would be. That'd be great. That'd, that'd be pretty great. cool, though. No, like, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, you're coaching outside in a wrestling match. Like, uh, well, that's what I told the Bayonne coach when he texted me. I said, you know, I might even throw on a singlet. You know, that's what I'm so. saying. Like, <laughs> you know. But well, let me ask you this because I asked her off the air. Realistically, though, 
what month could you do something like that outside? It's different. It's not like baseball where you're wearing a hoodie and you can wear an Under Armour shirt. I mean, you're in your, you know, they're in their outfits and stuff. What yeah, realistically yeah, I mean, could it, could, when could it be done? Well, so um, I know colleges have been doing it for the last few years too. Prior, you know, um, I'm going to say maybe around Thanksgiving, maybe a little bit before Thanksgiving. I mean, it was beautiful Thanksgiving this year, you know. Um, and then I think in April when we're setting up ours, I, I'm, ho I'm hoping, I mean, because, you know, March is usually, it's freezing. Yeah. yeah. You know, so hopefully April kind of, uh, you know, maybe middle of April. Um, okay. Nice. Very nice. Got a couple of heaters. I got everything planned. So. That's, that's, that's it. That's it. It sounds like it's been thought out already. Nice. Well, let me listen. Listen. Just let me know now if you want something with that Wi-Fi. Don't get me in April a week before and we have to go outside. I'll start working on that now. You know, on our schedule. But uh, no, that would be awesome. But uh, but seriously, Deck Coach, thanks for coming on. Yes. Best of luck this season. Awesome. Thank you. Go go, Carney. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Hope thank you guys. Right. Again. Good luck. Coach. And check the YouTube video. Let me know what you think of the picture. <laughs> All right. Definitely. All right. Thank you, Good Coach. Night. Bye, guys. Thank you. All right. Another nice interview. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank Coach, yeah. Coach Caratore. And again, he's. You know what? That's that's him. Like that's how he is. You know, like have fun. You know, yeah. the fiery yep. attitude and stuff like that. Um. You know, I just again. By the way, I gotta cut you off. Oh, Best shocking. duo in the game, but Kurt, can you know? Oh, he's the one. I don't know how you do it. He doesn't know how you do it. Oops. Exactly, exactly. I know everybody feels my pain, especially the K and K crew. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> the, uh, I was they gonna... say that now, you know, and you say that now live on air. But after that, you'll be like, I didn't mean to say that on air. Oh, yeah. oh, you'll, you'll, you'll start dealing with not, that stuff. Not true. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's nice we have the coaches on. I mean, I love having the players on, too, but just, you know, we're both former coaches. And I always say this, like, that's what I miss most about the coaching. You know, like, your what you, your program, the family atmosphere, you know, you know, kind of giving giving your kids on your team that experience. And, our, again, another two great coaches tonight that are just doing a great job with their program and, uh, you know, having a positive influence on their players. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, I got a question for you because how they were saying, you guys were talking about, Coach Gaitor was saying about the wrestling outside. Mm -hmm. What's another sport that you could see that would kind of be like weird but could get done? From a winter sport? Well, either or. Either okay. or. I'm saying well, – well, well, it, it could sport, be right? outdoor and indoor. I'm right. just saying in general, not with, right, not, with right. the, not with the stipulations. I'm just saying in general. Let's go, let's go through those winter sports, right? I mean, basketball could be done. Right. That was, that was the one I was going to say. But what's weird is, like, the surface. You know, like you play indoor, you play on a hardwood court. Outside, you'd play on it just as a little – Right, like a, a concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Injury aspect. Volleyball, a totally different – you know, I mean, it's just – I would imagine that's – weird like could you have volleyball like how could you have volleyball again the surface is just you know dangerous i feel like i don't know if they could manufacture some type right. of court outside rather than having to play on um concrete or you know uh pavement you know so i don't know i mean football on a high school level it would be weird just because it's like how many people have played in a dome in a stadium yeah. that would just be weird yeah you know but you baseball same situation. I mean, but, but you mean who's playing outside? Or I, I, I meant inside, like like an inside sport to outside, or even oh, vice, or versa, vice versa, or vice versa. Okay. Like yeah. what would be? Yeah. You know, the wrestling one to me would be like, wow, there's a wrestling match outside. Yeah, it is. It's, it's different. It's kind of like um, like what, what was it? The ice hockey, professional ice hockey that was played outside, right, right in the winter. You know, that's just a, like a the soccer. Experience. I mean, that's like again, it's just but the, and those kids are used, like you said, in the off season lacrosse field hockey soccer baseball they're playing indoors right like they're said, playing indoor know? i yeah. mean game wise but yeah. again you're not going to have like what facility is going to have yeah. that and like we used to have tournaments indoor tournaments for the sports I you coached. know what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for the first high school team i don't even know if anyone in, in honestly in the country has this i mean i don't think anyone in, um, in jersey does to have a dome but to have a, a dome, dome. To have it done. By the way, hello all, all in high school sports from Maryland. Sorry for the late start. That's Mr. Kirkpatrick. Hello, Mr. Kirkpatrick. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, Mr. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> now that it's a late start, you have to go back and see Coach Campanelli. Yeah? Great interview on Coach Caratora. But that, that I wonder if there's anybody in the country that has that. Yeah, well, that's a good question. That's a good. Uh... I mean, think about the money. Well, yeah. That that one cost, but two. What they could bring in. What they could bring in. Yeah. I mean, you could have, like you're saying, games because of weather. I mean, 
they want to talk about state playoff games. They don't want to play games, you know, mid-December because of cold. I mean, right. you're right. inside. Yeah, right. You right. know, but the cost of that would just be right. crazy. Right. So any other sport like that that would um, – I don't know. Throw yeah, you I mean, for a loop? Uh, again, really, I feel like the, the winter sports more so than the – in terms of playing a game. I feel like, like we said, you play basketball in the winter, but you're playing – even when you play, like, right. AAU ball, you're still playing in a gym. I mean, but you can go – you can go to camps outside. You play outside. But playing a game outside would be a little another a little com- Another disrespectful comment to myself. <laughs> Jen, if you want to drive down to Maryland after the show, I finished the guest room is ready because I feel sorry for you if you're snowed in with Mr. Valenti. ha, ha. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you. Kenny, Thank I'm going to work are. around this house, clean up, get ready <laughs> yep. for Christmas and stuff. Okay. And she'll be upstairs sleeping. Yep, yep. Everybody believes that one. So, that true. Yeah. that's that. Yeah. So. But, um... Now, another interesting point that we were talking about, um, the outdoor wrestling, and that the reason maybe they would be able to do it is because they're that last phase of the winter sports to start. Um, however... They do overlap then with the spring sports starting. So there's that the spring sports right now are supposed to start practice March yeah. 26th. Um, that's tennis, and then I guess the next one is April 1st. The next spring sports, but you know there's a couple weeks overlap there. So but you want my opinion on that, honestly? And I know it might not be popular with whether it's some coaches or the NJSAA, but you know what? Listen, it's a cert. It's a. It's a special circumstance mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what? If you can try to get them to Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I mean, whether they wrestle, play baseball, like yeah. you know, it's well, not like know, that can't start until that season. Let the kids right. do it. I mean, if it's a if it's done, a match, yeah. you know, I mean, right. not there's nine matches, but if you're going to have another match in April, you know, and that kid wants to wrestle and he's still a baseball player or whatever else he is in the spring, you hope they can the make kid, some allowances. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why not? I know. You Especially know, given these, you know, these times, you of know. Of course, yeah. you know. It's and it, what would sink is is because too the spring sport potentially they missed their spring sport last year, so you could have a junior who was a junior last yeah. year who missed, let's say, their baseball season. They're a wrestler right. and a baseball player, and now it's their senior season. They wrestle, they get the wrestling season great, but they potentially lose out on another baseball season. You know, right. so there's there's so many things to, to consider with the scheduling and the and the but you know I love I love the thinking outside the box and doing it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. how can how can we do this? Exactly. You know and, and I love that because again it's all about giving the kids the opportunity to play and right. they can make it and, work. And that's yeah. just like Coach Campanelli and I and I respect so much because again from coaching um, uh, Rob Neely saying to Beelan, baseball screwed again, uh, meaning right, high school right. baseball. Yeah, yeah. But um, here's the thing. Like what, what Coach Campanelli was saying, which I think is awesome, it's it's game gets canceled or we don't have a game. Hey, Wednesday, we found somebody to play games Friday. It's not like, oh, right. we need seven days for film. Right. You know, like we just want to play. get the kids to play. Right, right. You know, yep. it, no one has the advantage. You right. know, like... That team's just like, you know, just like they're going to have a day, you're going to have a day. Right. I think it's awesome. I mean, listen, it's no fun because, like, listen, I coach Campanelli's shoes as an offensive coordinator. The head coach probably like, right. all right, how are we blocking it? Like, right. you're staying up eight hours right. to do it. But you know what? The reality is it's getting those kids to play. And I respect all the schools that did that, even on the college level. No, absolutely. Look how they're doing Picking that. Games, you know, yeah. BYU in Coastal Carolina – Two weeks ago, two undefeated teams, two top teams. They decide in the middle of the week, hey, we're playing Saturday. You know what? One of those teams isn't going to be undefeated anymore. So hats off to both of them. It's the same thing on the high school. So I applaud all the high schools that are doing stuff like that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Any other news? Real quick about the playoff. Let's get back to that real fast. Just the the proposal is about finding a true state champion, um, you know, going – the two rounds beyond the sectional final. So the the proposal is that there would be, you know, not just a sectional champion, but a true group champion in football as there are in the other sports. Real quick, what's your, I know we've talked off the air on this, but again, in, in the Catholic school, in the parochials, you're playing your true state champion. Mm-hmm. But in, for the publics, what's your opinion when, um, Best game of year, Joe True saying. Best game of year, Coastal Carolina and BYU. I think this is talking. It was, it was, and um, 
Um, so what's your thoughts on that? Like, do you like how football does it right now? Well, again, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two things. I, when I think state champion, I think group state champion. Um, and again, I talked about it a little bit earlier, understand with football, you only get to play once a week. Like, I don't know how much things would have to be pushed back or how much they would, you know, and now you might worry about taking a fall sport and impeding upon their winter sports participation. So I don't know what have to be do scheduling wise. Um, however, I am also going to say, especially some of the sports, again, that I've coached, some of the groups, you know, let's use field hockey, for example. It's not uh, as popular a sport in every area where you have every, it's not like basketball where every school has a team, you know? So you might be seeding group one and you might have fewer teams, you know? So they might not be playing the typical amount of games yeah. that somebody else is going to play. So, you know, as much as I say, I think of a true group champion, even in certain sports, there might not, they might not be playing as many games anyway, you know? So yeah. I don't think it's always going to be. You know, it's interesting. I, I love it. And we, I, we, we, I want to reach out. We want to get like, you know, one of the top schools from say Texas on mm -hmm. just to see like when, when they say like what they think of how it's done here, right, you right, know, like, right, yeah. say, champ, like they're North one, they're a group one champ. You're a group one champ. You're a group right, one champ. Right. Who's the group one champ, you yeah. know, because Texas does it. There's a group one champ. Yeah. You know, so it, it's a little, it, well, then we have other sports, a lot of sports. Now I actually don't know who doesn't do this in the sports of the tournament of champions. So now you take all your groups, even you come to one true state champion. But that's just a little different again. Like I think that's I'm more saying, of, they, we continue beyond even to get that. Right. One. And, and, and I know if Beelan's watching, he's going to be chiming in and we're going to hear him, <laughs> but you know, in a, in a physical sport like football, you cannot expect a group one right, right, right. team Again, to go play uh, yeah. a parochial four. It's just, it, it's not going to happen. But I, I am not, I like the idea of the tournament of champions of, you know, but I have, oh, my point of contention with that is you take all of these state champions, the thrill of winning mm -hmm. your group, right? And then every Only single one, one team's of going them, out. Oh, no, but every single one of them will win their group title, be elated and then lose. And then lose. Except right. for one team. You know, and I feel like that just I hate to like take away from, you know, right. from that accomplishment, you know? But I don't know, that's just Oh, oh we got a, we got a question. Oh, we got a question. <laughs> a Christmas rank 5 for you to change it up for you guys. Rank these by the way, Coach Sickinger oh, is saying, hello, I Coach. hate Tournament of oh, Champions. I know. C Coach Sickinger and I always yeah. have my mind meld. Well, look at this question <laughs> that this maniac Kenny's going to ask me. Rank these five Christmas movies. Christmas Story, never seen it. Christmas Vacation, Charlie Brown Christmas, A Wonderful <laughs> Life and Miracle. I'm going to be honest. I've only really seen start to go. I'm going to have to go Christmas Vacation 1, Charlie Brown Christmas 2. <laughs> I've never seen the other three, so All I'm right, going to say, do, I'll do go ahead, you do I'll it. Do but I'll right. go, you know what? I'll go Miracle on 34th, just because that's where the guard is on 33rd. <laughs> a Wonderful Life and Christmas Story. Okay. Go ahead, you do yeah, yours. Well, you need to see A Christmas Story. Christmas Story is one, Charlie Brown is two, Christmas Vacation three, Miracle on 34th Street four, and It's a Wonderful Life five. All okay, right. and Coach Sickinger saying in 2003, they won the girls' state, girls' that. Uh, Won the girl state volleyball champion as a group one. How to play a group four school? It yeah, wasn't yeah. pretty. Exactly. Like you're, yeah, yeah. Like we just said, that would be with football. Exactly. 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 And you take away from that team. Right. Ending that, that, that season that you did. That way. And right. Then they, not only do they. Because what's your goal? And that. What's your goal? A state championship. A state championship. Yeah. You know, and yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and so, Coach Sick. Yep. Good. Great point. Listen, yep. thank you for the comment, Coach Sick. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna say this. Rest up tonight. You got a lot to talk about tomorrow, but thank you for the comment. And no, Kenny, I have never seen Christmas Story. It's on, it's on 24 hours starting Christmas Eve. So. Merry Christmas, you feel the animal. Can I find that? Can I find that um, on ESPN? No? No need. Walk off a winner. That's it. Yeah, Walk right, off a right, winner. Exactly. Agreed. Did you guys Agreed. communicate before the show? Nope, not at all. Not at all. Just a... Uh, a person of sound mind, Mr. Sickinger. <laughs> that's why, in all seriousness, I want, I want, I would love to see Texas be like, you guys have like, what is it, 16 or 23 know, state exactly, champs? Exactly. How big is Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, did I miss Tony? He did miss Tony. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. know what, Jim? This is the best thing. Go right on YouTube. <laughs> 
and you can watch Tony. He was good. He was very good. Tracy Ann saying Christmas Story is the best movie. <laughs> so is this something I might watch on a snow day? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, maybe we'll have a snow day Thursday and you can watch it. <laughs> well, actually, I'm working from home right now. Uh-oh. So I have to well, that work. that night. That night. Okay, that night. Yeah. My all-time favorite. Nice. Tracy very saying. nice. Good pick. Thank good you pick. for joining, Tracy. Yep, as always. All right, and just a little reminder. Um I-95 Sports, looking to live stream sporting events. Yes. And if you know any high school athletes that you would like to see featured on our show, athletes, coaches, uh, we would love. We're just trying to get as much exposure to as many people and programs as possible. So please hit us up. Okay. And next week, we get back to our great debates, which we had next time. And um, you know what? I'm going to get I'm going to tell you what I would love to do next week, Hoops. I would love to get Mr. Sickinger on just to squeeze him in because I want his opinion on last week's debate. And Jim, I'll oh, say yeah, this to you real to quick. I want your opinion, UConn women's hoops. Oh, he's fired up with that. <laughs> but Jim, here's the question. Don't answer it now. You're not going to answer it tomorrow. We want you to come on live next Tuesday, Jim. The debate we had last week was, should a head coach in high school be able to hire or have final say mm-hmm. of their staff. All sports, right? All sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were saying mainly football first, but all sports. So that's the question me. next week, Jim. You come on, jump in. I would love to hear his response next week. Yep, absolutely. All right? All right. Thank you, Great show, for Hoops. Yep. Thank you guys for uh, thank Coach Campanelli yes, for DePaul. Yes, and Coach, Coach Caratora for yep. his Carney wrestling. Good luck to them both. Thank you for being on. It was a pleasure. All right? Enjoy the night.